everyone. Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm your host, Abby. And I'm your host, Anjali. And today we will be talking about ways to combat racism. So first, um, what should we talk about? Uh, We should talk about some current events that have been going on, like the Black Lives Matter protests. Oh yeah, have you been to any protests? I have. I went to one, I think a couple months ago. It was like, it wasn't, they called it a demonstration because, you know, it was like a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on, it was like in West Newton. Oh. Yeah, so that was pretty cool because we, we were just like on this huge street and, you know, we were all like, protesting as a community and the police were involved too actually like they were also protesting but like and after i actually left because i had to like go home Mm -hmm. um but after i left um people like went walked all the way to city hall and like laid down on the like grass and just like started chanting so I heard that that was really powerful. That's really cool. Have you been signing protests? No, I have not. Um, but I have been signing petitions, which is one way you can help um, if you're like me and you're not very uh, active in uh, or very liberal in that sense. But uh, I really admire and acknowledge the people that start these protests because they take a lot of work, but they do so much. Speaking of people who start protests, my cousin, um, Avi, started, uh, like, organized this protest in, I think, Los Alamos. I think that's where you lived. Where is Not that? Sure, but that? What was, state is that? Like, in New Mexico. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think. I'm pretty sure. But... Um, it w- there was like an article about it. It's pretty cool. That's like, so oh, cool. That's my cousin. <laughs> um, so do you have any experiences with racism that you want to talk about? Because uh, we are both the minority. <laughs> We're people of color. Yeah. Um, I'm Indian. And Abby. Oh, I'm in. I'm half Indian and half Hmong. <laughs> so cool. yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, one big experience I have with racism is back in sixth grade, um, when we were in homeroom. It was like the in the morning, like the first class, I guess. We were in homeroom, and. Um, we had gotten, like, a group of people and I were just having a conversation about, like, swears for some reason. Uh-huh. As, you know, <laughs> that's normal for sixth graders. <laughs> we're curious. Yeah, sixth graders do, yeah. So, then this kid was, like, um, said something like, I, um, there's a word my mom doesn't, like, allow me to say 
but I know one person in the room that is that or whatever, right? He looked directly at me. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, basically he was implying that I was the N-word. Oh. Yeah, so I was, like, so confused. Like, what what just happened, right? So mm-hmm. I went to the teacher, and I was like, this is what happened. And she just brushed it off. Like, oh, she didn't really that. care. I was like, okay, maybe it's not a big deal. So I didn't tell my parents until, like, a month later. And they were like, oh, my God, this is really bad. We need to, like, tell someone about this, mm-hmm. you know, like, make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. I also had an experience in sixth grade, coincidentally. Oh. Um, it was on a bus, and then I was uh, with my friend who is who was black, and then she was about to make a joke that's like, uh, what, how do you say? Like, you know, like targeted for black people. And then she, was, uh-huh. she turned to me and she was like, oh, don't be offended. And she kind of just assumed that I was also black, uh, but I wasn't. So I guess we both had an experience, had had experiences of like being mislabeled. Yeah. Um, actually, I had an experience that was like very similar to that. Again, in sixth grade. God, why are you saying we need to educate the sixth graders? I know sixth grade is really really weird um, <laughs> it's like when everyone like starts learning how to be older yeah um so I was in math class and this kid thought that I was Mexican oh yeah they were like wait you're Mexican right or something I was like no I'm Indian and they were so like shocked they were like what I thought you were Mexican. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm really not. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what else should we talk about? Um, we can talk about... Uh, so, we are recording from uh, the Boston area. And um, we'd like to share with you some Black-owned businesses, um, just in case, you know, to support the people of color in our community. Okay, so we've pulled up some websites, and we're going to share some businesses with you. Anjali, would you like to go first? Yeah, sure. So these are some restaurants, like, in the Boston area that are um you know colored owned mm-hmm. um so in roxbury there is fort hill bar and grill which rhymes so that's like bonus points p and r jamaican restaurant um oh can you say Soleil. where they are sorry can you say where they are like the rest so if, this in is in roxbury we... oh okay okay sorry yeah um and soleil which is also in roxbury in jamaica plain there's blue nile restaurant in mattapan there is ollie's roti um lenny's tropical bakery and restaurant um and 
chi butter smoothies. These are making me so hungry. Like, I legit want to go too. to all these okay. places. They sound so good. And I haven't eaten lunch yet. <laughs> <laughs> and last but certainly not least, in Hyde Park, Wings and Tings, and Zaz Restaurant. That sounds so fancy. Zaz? Mm-hmm. Wow. Zaz. <laughs> all capital, Z-A-Z. That is so cool. Okay. I, I don't have anything. Sorry, that was... My man wants to join in. That was my phone. Um, <laughs> we have the... Well, open to everyone is if you're interested in music is the boston children's chorus oh Uh, i saw that too yeah pretty cool let me read it the boston children's chorus bcc harnesses the power of joy and music to unite our city's diverse communities and inspire social change i would love to go one of i would love to go to one of their performances if, yeah, me too. You know, if COVID wasn't a thing. But maybe they do online. Like, that'd be kind of hard, well, but... Maybe. That sounds oh pretty cool. Oh, my God. Wait. Have you seen this? Chocolate Therapy Incorporated? What? Yeah. Retail and wholesale confections, corporate gifts, corporate off-site activities. Where are you find? Oh, where are you finding these places? Wow. That looks so... Yeah, I think it's on the same site as you. There are, like, so many things here. Um, yeah, and What is this? Blackboston.com? Yeah, so if you want to, you know, check out some more things that we didn't mention, you can go to the site. Maybe I will leave a link somewhere for you to check it out. Cool. Okay, so a quick summary of what you can do to combat racism... Uh, We were talking about some protests that you can attend to. I'm sure a lot of people are organizing these, so you can just check around in your area. Um, And you can also sign petitions. And it's really important to educate yourself, um, especially during COVID, because we're all stuck at home and we still need to do our best to be better people. And then you can also... Um, you can also, um, like, you know, go online, maybe get a subscription to, like, the New York Times or the Boston Globe or something, the Washington Post, and just read about current events regarding, you know, racism and, like, people of color. Just, like, educate yourself again. You can read some books. Um, there, there are a couple of books that I've read, um, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Yeah, I read that one. It's really... It's kind of sad yeah. how it was written, like, a little bit before 2020, but a lot of the events in that story line up to what's going on now. Yeah, definitely. And there is one called Dear Martin. Don't remember who it's by, but it's really good. And that's also, like, said a little before 2020, but it's very, like, relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want to read, like, realistic fiction books, if you want to, like, educate yourself on, like, real-world events or just, like, learn how to, you know, be an anti-racist, <laughs> um, there is a book 
called How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram Kendi. Oh, I've heard of that one. I've been trying to get a hold of it. It's packed with information, so you should read it, like, a couple times to let it really sink in. Yeah, and it's just important to, you know, like we said, support local businesses, but just in general, support, you know, your community and the people of color in your life that you may know during these hard times. And remember, it's not enough to just not be a racist. You have to strive to be an anti-racist. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs>